Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Greetings to those who watch below. Before we start today's video, I'd like to say a huge shout out to Steffi Ray, Wicked Witch, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, Finn McCool, and Jess Black Curtain for being those who dwell below, an exclusive channel membership that you can check out using the link in the description box. For today's story, we have another edition of Haunted Lives, this time being the tale of a ghost haunting generations. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. A life of being followed by a malevolent being, by the Red Army Standard. To begin, my mother has always spoken of a haunting thing that has bothered her ever since her youth. She talks about hearing footsteps when no one was home, waking up at night, only to find a black figure in the corner watching her and her sister. Both my mum and her sister witnessed this event in their teens. My mum speaks of seeing red eyes in glass on occasion, eyes that watch her until she looks away and they go away. This is the quickest summary that I can give before getting into my story. I am convinced there is a malevolent being following the women in my family, but me being the only person who has travelled for an extended time away from the area, I still find it when I stay in one place for too long. When I was a baby, my mum said I creeped her out by telling her there was a black cat in the house. She says I would often point at it and track it around the room, telling my parents what it was doing. This may be normal for infants and toddlers, so take it with a grain of salt. My parents both confirm that when moving from place to place when I was young, that after a few weeks or months of staying in a place, bumps in the night would show up before long. These were often paired with bad dreams, bad luck in real life like pay cuts and layoffs, as well as odd behaviour from me as a toddler. As a toddler, I was terrified of the dark, and often pointed at corners or nooks and crannies, saying there was a monster watching me. I don't remember this, though, so again, take it with a grain of salt. My memories of the being started around when I was five or six years old. My parents had finally settled down in a real two-story home and planned to be there for years. We would stay here until I was 18, and here I lived with a haunting of sorts. My first experience was when I went to the shower, as a young child showering and self-bathing were kind of rare, and I was excited to take my evening shower. With a towel in hand, I walked past my parents' bedroom. I glanced into the room to see a dark figure leaning over my mum's side of the bed. I was mid-stride when I saw it, so I ended up walking past the door. I took a step back, and it was gone when I checked again. From there, bumps in the night became a thing of normalcy. My bedroom was located right at the top of the staircase to the upper floor, and about three or four times a week, I would wake up at around one or two and listen to the footsteps 
it would start in the living room downstairs, come up the stairs, and pace around the upstairs hallway, as well as pacing up and down the stairs. My dad refused to acknowledge this, and always told me the house was settling at night, but the footsteps terrified me, because they were not random, but rather in a clear path that was different from night to night. Things like this became very normal. I was homeschooled for a time via K-12 online learning, so I spent a lot of time at home alone during the day. Footsteps throughout the day, even ones that sounded like stomping, as well as sounds of chairs being scooted across the floor and TVs turning on, were very normal. While they were unsettling, they were something we all lived with. My sister refused to sleep alone, and often came into my bed at night, because she said she saw people watching her at night. More than a few times, if my sister came into my room, I would hear footsteps going into her room at night. My room and hers shared a wall, and twice I could hear something touching the wall on the other side, like a hand moving across it. Occasionally, I would hear her door open and close, and she told stories of seeing horrifying things at night. Like I said, this was extremely normal. My dad refused to talk about it, and my mum told us to ignore it. At this time, I had no clue about my mum's history with this being, or my dad's experiences with it. One night, I became bold, and wanted hard truth of what was happening. Any time I went out into the hallway to see the being, the footsteps would stop. If my door was open, they would stop the second I got out of bed. If my door was closed, they would stop when I opened the door. I wanted more solid proof, so my mum bought me a motion sensor alarm. It was a simple thing, turned on with a button, and sounded a beeping alarm whenever something passed in front of it. I placed it on the half wall that overlooked the staircase, and went to sleep. I woke up that night again around two or so, and heard the footsteps coming from the living room downstairs. They came upstairs, and I was really excited to see what would happen. As the footsteps got close to the landing, they stopped, and I felt an immense sense of dread, like I had opened Pandora's box, and I did not want to see what was inside it. Sure enough, after a few moments of silence, the alarm went off. Beep, 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 beep. It was like my reality had been shattered. It was really happening. After a few seconds, the alarm went off again, only this time, it kept going off. It would beep through its alarm and start again, and I knew I had to turn the damn thing off. I got out of bed, and it kept going off. I stood behind my door, hyped myself up, threw the door open, snatched the alarm and whipped back into my room. Sure enough, the alarm was now silent. I waved my hand in front of it, and it went off like normal. I'm convinced to this day, the being was standing there in front of me, only I couldn't see it. From here, things got considerably worse. Bumps in the night became something now my entire family was witnessing at once. Everyone downstairs at night, and a clear stomping through the upstairs. One afternoon I came home with my mum, and we heard a clear shattering noise from upstairs, and my mum's glass candle was still in its spot, but now shattered to pieces. The family all came home one night, and we all heard clearly two footsteps on the top of the stairs, like something was running away from us. Dad went through the house with a shotgun, 
a Remington Model 870 Wingmaster for those who care, only to find no one in the house. I had more and more vivid encounters with the being. One night I woke up to something sitting on the edge of my bed. Something I couldn't see clearly sat on the end of my bed, depressing the mattress and shaking the bed. I watched as my covers then slowly were pulled off my feet and felt a distinct tickling feeling on my feet. To this day, I will not sleep without tucking my feet into the covers. Around this time, my grandfather died. Myself and my parents went up to the funeral, while my sister, who was only six or seven, stayed with a sitter. I never saw my grandfather's body. However, only a few days after, my sister came screaming downstairs to my mum and myself, saying there was a monster in the bathroom. A man with a puffy face and purple ears. My mum became incredibly upset, as my grandfather was diabetic and died from gangrene. His blood had pulled into his face, causing his face to swell and his ears to go to a purple-black with swelling. My mum was now convinced this being was somehow my grandfather, but I am convinced it only used the image of my grandfather to torment her. It would continue to use his image later in the experiences. In the basement, my entire family felt odd where our water heater sat. It was in the corner of the basement and formed a little nook where our fuse box sat behind it. We all said that we felt like something was always there watching us, and it became so disturbing that my dad built a wall between the rest of the basement and that spot, though it really didn't help any of us. I now believe that malevolent beings will find a nook or cranny they call home, and that is their resting place and it seems they are not usually far from some kind of power source, and I wonder if they could somehow pull power from it. In addition, talking about it made it much worse, and strife in the family, like my mother's affair, made activity violently ramp up. Mum and Dad still refused to really talk about it, as Mum was convinced the more we talked about it, the worse it would get. My dad simply denied any belief of the occurrences. Our dogs at night would lay in crates in the basement. They would often growl and bark at night to be let out. While we all saw this as normal, no one liked going into the basement to get them. Since we've moved to Alabama, where we live in a valley between two hills, our dogs no longer bark to be let out at night and wait until morning. My mum spoke of a time when our dog Sasha had puppies. She talked about sitting with our dog petting the puppies when mum felt a cold snap behind her. At that moment, Sasha began growling and barking in the empty space my mum felt the cold. She is convinced the dogs could see the being. So, let's get into some of the horrible shit, I guess. My defining moment of actually watching the being manipulate its environment is when my grandmother came to visit. She slept downstairs in the living room on the couch, but complained after a few nights that she wanted someone else down there with her. So, I did exactly that. The first night I woke up around the same time, to nothing out of the ordinary. However, I looked out our window to see bunnies in our front yard munching on mum's grass. This was really cool to me, so I decided to stay up the next night and watch them. The next night I stayed up, watching out the window for critters to show up. Sometime late at night, probably around the same time things usually happen, I heard a thud from the basement. Then, footsteps up the basement staircase. I was convinced this being rested in the basement during most of the day, 
I sat, glaring at the basement door for what felt like hours, hoping to Christ that nothing would happen. I could see the reflection of our kitchen lights moving on the knob, and sure as shit, the door slowly opened, only a few degrees, and then shut, at least the being is polite enough to close doors behind it. The footsteps then came through the living room towards me, and the reclining chair only a few feet from me began to turn as the footsteps passed by me. The steps then went upstairs. I took my ass back upstairs, shut my door, and went to bed. From here, the being began messing with me nightly. I would wake up at night feeling a cold breath on my face, and I would watch as the drawstring to my blinds would start violently swinging, and the dial on my floor fan would turn off and on, and faster and slower. This became a normal occurrence over a few months. At this point in time, we all honestly became used to our being, even joking about it when we all witnessed weird shit. You have to live life, and bumps in the night can't stop you from going to work or school and doing homework. One night, my dad and I are standing at the top of the staircase just talking, and we both hear one of the chairs scoot from downstairs, and my pack of art pencils fall on the ground. Dad just looked at me and laughed. I guess it's up for the night. I started trying to talk to it, ask it what it was, and if it was actually my grandfather. This was a huge mistake, as now I would get feelings of someone watching me all the time, coupled with things like papers and books being pushed off tables in front of me, and feeling someone physically touch me throughout the day as well as horrible nightmares. The nightmares all had a consistent theme. I'm doing something normal when something paranormal starts to happen. I react with anger, and then the event becomes so out of control that my anger turns to dread. Something will then happen involving the colour red, like red light seeping from under a door or through a window, accompanied by some kind of deafeningly loud noise. I then wake up, believing I was about to be hurt. This actually trained me to do something in real life now, where I can now force myself awake from a bad dream. It's a cool trick, though I wish I never needed it. My girlfriend at the time started complaining a lot about weird shit around her house, and let it be known, I did not talk to people about these occurrences. I never wanted to be seen as weird or insane. She talked about someone touching her at night, turning lights on and off, and someone stomping through her house. So, we started Skype chatting all through the night, leaving the call on while we slept. She complained about hearing noises from my end, but I still don't believe her. One night, I woke up to blaring static through the call, which makes sense to me. As sound levels drop off for long enough, the call will balance to white noise. I grabbed my phone to turn the call off, but something inside of me just told me to watch. I watched as her covers were pulled off her chest, and something began picking at her shirt, like literally her shirt was being pulled up by an invisible hand. I ended the call, and never told her, knowing it would probably make it worse. It got to a point where I was having experiences at her house, random stomping through the house, as well as one time she left me in her room to make food, and I watched as her light switched off, and turned on, literally in front of my eyes. I walked out the room, and muttered something like, good to see you buddy, and no shit, the light in the hallway in her room, both turn off. 
she started saying she was having dreams about a black figure watching her through her doorway at night. Bad stuff all round. And it gets worse. The being now is becoming much more ballsy. I wake up one night, and often I would look at a wall opposite to a massive window I had. We had a willow tree in the back, and a power plant behind that. It was far away, but cast this orange light into my room at night, painting a somewhat gorgeous shadow of the willow branches and leaves swaying in the wind. I often watched this at night when I couldn't sleep. Well, one night I wake up, no creepy shit to speak of, so I go to look at my wall. There is now a clear outline of a man on the wall. The shadows of the tree are somewhat blurry from how far away the light source and the tree are, but the being is crisp and clear. It is slowly swaying with the branches. I say something like, Huh, okay then, and turned around and went to sleep. The next night, I watched the shadow for probably hours, and no figure appeared. I honestly forgot about it happening. A few weeks later, I wake up, and sure as shit it's there again. But now, it's in a different spot, away from the tree shadow, in its own space. It's completely still. I got a little ballsy, and decided to go up to it. I got up, and walked over to it. It was only a few inches shorter than me. I couldn't see an outline of ears, but it was clearly a man's shadow. I touched the wall. It wasn't cold or burning hot. Nothing was honestly out of the ordinary. I calmed down, standing in front of this thing, and said something like, You're a confident fucker. And the head turned towards me. I shook my head in disbelief, and went downstairs to make a coffee, only to never see it again. After that, my dad went on a hunting trip downstate, only a few hours away. He would be gone for a week. Mum is having sobbing episodes, saying at night she can smell cherry tobacco smoke, like her father used to smoke. I swept this off, and told her it was probably just nearby garbage burns. She starts sleeping downstairs with the dog in the room. My sister starts complaining about things bothering her at night, but apparently way worse than normal. She won't say what, but she starts sleeping downstairs with mum and the dogs. So, I stay upstairs by myself. I go to bed, and I can hear what sounds like our kitchen stool hit the living room floor. Well, my mum and sister are down there, so it's probably them. I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep. My ears are full of this crushing, bass-like noise. It feels like something bad is about to happen, but I don't know what. I turn in bed and look at my floor fan, and then it turns towards my door and kind of flops over, but with some air like it was thrown a bit. I freaked out, started sobbing and ran downstairs. Everyone freaked out. While Dad was at his trip, he fell down the hill into a poison ivy patch and suffered a lot of cuts on his hands. Omens, man. That morning, Mum asked me if I tripped on the stool, and I told her no. The stool was at the bottom of the staircase, so I stood it up and pushed it over. We both agreed that wasn't the sound. I pushed it off the bottom step, and it still didn't sound right. From there, I picked up the stool to where she could just barely not see it from behind the couch, and dropped it. Sure as shit, we both nearly gasped because it was the same noise. Shortly after I graduated, and we all moved to Alabama, we lived between two hills in a bit of a valley, 
and the activity has entirely stopped. The feelings of being watched, the lingering fears, gone. It's like night and day difference. Now my parents have opened up to me. Mum explaining that her mother experienced these too, and that she thinks that my grandmother actually introduced this being into our lives, because she talked about always regretting what she brought to us. What does that mean? I don't fucking know, and it sounds too much like a horror movie to me to take it that seriously. Mum now will tell us she's been dealing with it her entire life, but she says my experiences are not as bad as hers. She talks about being pushed out of bed, having the dogs in the room with her when they start growling at her door, and a shadow can be seen pacing from the light seeping underneath it. She says there was more, but she doesn't want to talk about it. My sister refuses to talk about it, but again says she's seen things much worse than I have. Now, my dad talks about it. He says that because he stayed up late at night with online classes, that he saw a lot of weird things. Shadows passing by the open door, things being moved while he watched, things being moved to different places when he turned away or went to the bathroom. He says he never liked living in our old house. My family rarely leaves the state, but I do often because of continuous schooling up north and of long-distance relationships. My two girlfriends I've had since then complain when I stay for too long. It seems to be about the three-week period. When I stay with my girlfriend for a month after my grandmother's funeral, the occurrences started there. It was this feeling of being watched, an uneasy fear. It probably didn't help her mother was super into talking to the dead, seances and shit. Well, one night I'm laying in bed with my girlfriend on my stomach, and someone clearly comes stomping into the foot of our bed. I'm expecting her mother, trying to catch us doing dirty shit. I turn around, and no one is there, but there is a cold wafting over me. I lay back down, and when I close my eyes, I see two red eyes in my eyelids. Whoa, fuck. I sat up and rubbed my eyes. I looked around the room, and sure as shit the eyes were there, a mirror in her kitchen. Two bright red ovals. I stared at them for hours. Mum wasn't lying. I actually use these eyes in my art. When I draw a demon or skull, I always put them in the sockets. I kind of whispered to it, that I knew what it was, and I wasn't scared. I felt a touch on my shoulder, looked away, looked back, and they were gone. At this point, my girlfriend's mum comes shambling into the room, saying that weird shit is going on. You guys gotta get in my room. So myself, my girlfriend, her mom, and her two sisters are in the room, and we're just listening to stomping and shit being knocked over and moved in the rest of the house. It eventually stops, and we fall asleep. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I go to visit a friend at his wedding. I'm only there for a few days. I plan to be there for free, but stayed longer. After I left, he told me he had an awful nightmare of being in a reclining chair. One that started spinning, and red light began filling the room with a sound of screaming filling his ears. 
He doesn't dream much, so it bothered him. He then talked about hearing someone walking around in his house, and lights turning off and on when he left rooms. But again, it eventually stopped. Most recently, I went to visit my newish girlfriend, not the same girl from earlier. She has a kid, who has kind of become mine as well. All is normal, but she is much more interested in spiritual shit. This is further south in Florida, where the land is flat. We have started having weird things go on, like hearing stuff in the apartment, and now her kid is waking up at night, screaming and crying, while he pulls the covers into him. She says this is abnormal for him, but again, children, so grains of salt. I start getting weird feelings, but I'm trying to shake them off. But one night, her kid starts crying again, only this time he isn't wailing, he's whispering, in this sheepish cry for mummy to come help. She freaks out, because he apparently doesn't do this. I go to open the door, and I feel a quick one-two thud on the door from the other side. I'm thinking, shit, I hit him with the door. I push the door open, and he's cowering in the corner. My girlfriend asked me why I took so long to open the door. I didn't know what to think at this point. The last point was now we had decided to sleep in bed with him, instead of sneaking off the couch in the other room. I'm getting a weird feeling, but it's whatever. Her child then sits up in the night, and is pointing at the door, telling me to open it. I tell him to go to bed, and he starts screaming. Okay, damn, I'll get the door. I open the bedroom door, and now he's waving his hand from one corner of the room to the door, saying get out. Creepy, okay, but he's barely two, and again, grains of salt. Keep in mind, he pretty much speaks in single words. This is now the clearest I have ever heard him speak. He stops crying, looks down on the bed, and says clear as day, every goddamn weekend. I shoot out of bed, and I'm freaking out. My girlfriend grabs him and she's freaking out. We put up cameras the next morning, and haven't had an incident since. So, now I'm back home, and again, nothing weird to report. My girlfriend says it's the iron in the hills keeping the being from getting to us. I don't know, maybe she's right. She likes tarot cards, and says that she can kind of gather that there's something following the female line in my family, and that it is not of this world, meaning not the spirit of a human. Maybe she's right, but it still seems far-fetched to me. What concerns me is that by using a pendulum with an alphabet, she tried talking to it, and it spelled out a name that neither of us remember anymore. The only weird thing that has happened here is that my mother and I had the same dream one night. We don't talk much with me being full-time school in the local area now and working full-time. But one night, I had had a dream I walked to the top of my staircase, and a black figure was in our yard watching me. But it was not like the figure I saw up north, which was taller, skinnier, and I didn't feel threatened, only intrigued. Like my other dreams, I started to get mad, but now it was in front of me. I fell on my back and woke up in my bed. I looked over to my door, which was shut, and went back to sleep. The same night I dreamt I was in my bed, the same position I went to sleep in, and turned over to my door. My door was now open, and the being was leaning in my doorway, watching me. I rolled over, and then woke up, to my door being closed as it was before I fell asleep. Just a dream.
That morning, my mum says she had a really weird dream, that the black figure was watching through her door while she was in bed. She says it felt real, like she may not have been dreaming. I told her I had the exact same dream, and were both convinced this was an actual being, but not the one we're used to, as it was not threatening or harming in any way. I call it the Wanderer, and I think it is simply a curious being that may be trapped in the hills. I've never seen it or had any other bad experiences since then, which was at this point some years ago. Most recently, we took a family trip to Nashville and stayed in a hotel for a few nights. We weren't talking about our experience, so the dream kind of came out of nowhere, but I dream I was standing in our old yard up north, and my mum was maybe ten feet away from me standing by the road. The black figure was behind her, and put a hand on her shoulder and told me, I will never stop following. I will always find you. That honestly might just be a dream, but I don't know. My mother and my sister apparently have much worse experiences than me, which horrifies me, because what I have seen is not a laughing matter. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you leave a like and also subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, making sure you hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on the next video. So, until next time, sleep tight.